This is the Roaring Elephant Podcast for the 4th of June 2019. Today we are doing a second part of an interview with Jean-Georges Perrin. And I'm not doing it solo, of course, because here as always is my co-host, Dave. How are you doing? I'm doing very, 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 very well indeed. And I'm looking forward to lots more spark. Tell me more. <laughs> well, I won't tell you more. I only ask questions. But Jean-Georges, <laughs> the guest in this interview, is going to tell us all about it. And we also have a little bit of uh, a chat at the end about, uh, okay, if you're thinking about writing a book yourself, if that's a good or a bad idea. Um, hints, you have to figure it out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but, Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is the conclusion of this interview. And, uh, yeah, unless you have anything else to add. Nope. Let's go to it. Uh, now, we've been talking about a lot of uh, pretty hardcore development stuff here, but one thing I liked about your book is that you also take time to explain the concepts. It's not just about, here's a piece of code that does this thing, cut and paste, and now your thing will work. But if I, especially the first uh, part of the book, which you said is more of a tutorial-based uh, thing, you actually explain how a data processing scenario have to lo- has to look like. And that, the, the, on page 10, I like this image very much, where you show the three layers of a data lake, if I can use the, the term data lake here for instance, for instance, the raw data processing to pure data processing into rich data. That's it's such a simple drawing, but in my experience, people who have been working with Spark for a while now and do machine learning and AI, they never seen that image. So I, I really like the fact that you take time to delve into these concepts and make sure that people understand why they're doing it before they're actually doing it. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, yes, uh, I, sometimes you're, and I see that a lot. You're, you've got tutorials which are really super low level, and and you learn basically nothing. And sometimes you go too far um, into the, the, you know, the the, the advanced topics like uh, machine learning and AI. Um, I, I I wanted to try to bring something, you know, a progression. Um, mm-hmm. like, like, and that's, that's, that was, that was a, a bit of the art part of, uh, of, of chapter one. Um, and, and Manning used to give away chapter one. So they said, well, that, that's going to be the promotion for your book. So it has to be perfect. Uh, <laughs> no <so> pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Absolutely no pressure. Oh, it's the first time I'm writing for a publisher and, uh, yeah, it's got to be perfect. Okay. Um, so, so, uh, so, so yeah, that's, that's why I, that's, 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 that's why I, I try to take the basics, like, like you said, and, and having this scenario where we're going from the, from the raw data to, uh, to, to actionable data, roughly, um, and, and remind people of, of things like that, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah, it's true. You don't find easily this, this thing. And I don't want to get any credibility there, but, uh, um, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's it. And I love to do illustrations. So, uh, uh you probably notice that the book is, is full of, uh, of uh, of of them and um, oh, they're good too. They're 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 clear. They're understandable. So that's uh, definitely not a bad thing. Not a bad mark. Because uh, a page. I had a question about the next page. Because I'm not going to go page page by page through your book. Because I'll 
take a little bit too okay. long, I think. <laughs> but in the next one, you talk about the four pillars of mana, where you talk about you have yes. the traditional idea of having Spark and the Spark uh, framework and stuff like that. But you make a point that a hardware and operating system should also be part of that that framework. Now, um, f- the way I always looked at it is Spark is a middleware at most. It should run on anything. Why would I care about what the hardware is underneath there? Well, first, um, we, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a software guy, but uh, I started my career in hardware, <laughs> and, uh, and I still have uh, uh, quite some friends working in hardware, so I'm, I'm still geeky by nature. Um, we will talk I'm about the Lego geek. cluster in a second. Okay, <laughs> uh, but but uh, but um, so I, I think it was important to remind people that there's no yeah as you say Spark is some kind of middleware or operating system, but you've got to we've got to remind people that where where it sits okay uh, and and how it lo- it actually leveraged that um, it, you know it, it's like a uh, I don't know maybe something like. Eight or ten years ago, I had a good friend of mine who, who left IBM and went to Cloudera and explained to me how how, uh, how, uh, how Hadoop was great and it was using commodity hardware. And uh, ten years ago, commodity hardware frame was already something like uh, uh, ninety six gig of RAM and, and things like that. Okay, so okay, well, we'll probably not have the same definition of commodity <laughs> hardware, but but uh, but um, but it was it was it was interesting to. No, replace that into 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 the dialogue. Uh, where 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 are we? Uh, what 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 do we need? So so that's why um, I I actually if you go to the Apache Spark website, so spark.apache.org, uh, you you see this form pillars or for mana uh, of 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 Spark, and I like I, I like the diagram. So you basically. Okay, we're not on TV, so we've got to describe it. Um, <laughs> you, you've got these four, these four, these four pillars. One is Spark SQL, the other one Spark Streaming, and then you've got machine learning and you've got graphics. Okay, which are the, the four fundamental kind of sets of features that you will find in, in Spark. Um, they 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 sit on they sit on Spark, but they don't sit on hardware. So I added hardware in my diagram, and most importantly, uh, in in a in a bigger font, uh, it's really they sit on a unified API. And for me, it's part of a it's part of a of um, they, they don't work in isolation. You've got a bit the impression that oh, you've got these four pillars and they work in isolation, and, and that's 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 not true because I, I built some application where we had streaming, SQL, and machine learning. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so so that's that's where uh, I think um, it, it's it's interesting to see that as as a bundle rather than just um, uh, you know isolated pillars uh, of technology. Yeah, 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 and it's important to understand how these things work together because even if you're just programming stuff, the more knowledge you have, the better your result will be because you have the context around it and you're able to keep the the, the big picture in mind. But like a better Ex- word there. Yeah, no, no, exactly. You've and 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 not only the big picture, but sometimes of the the, the intricacies mm-hmm. of the dependencies that yeah, that yeah. that will that will help you be a better Spark developer. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's why I really like. I mean, in chapter. Two, I think you actually go through a full 
a cycle of a program where your data goes from on disk into the Spark component, into the RDDs, into the data frames, with actually pictures with the graphs on how they are distributed across the different components. Stuff. It really, you really spell it out step by step that part, and I think I don't think I've ever seen it in a book before. So I am going to steal some of that in my <laughs> when I talk to customers. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I'll, hackers. I'll, I'll, credit. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell it where I got it from and give them a, a link to your book. But it's a, no, no. Uh, I really like the way you went through that piece by piece because a lot of the people that I see working with Spark, they have no clue about what's underneath it. It's just like I give it the data and it works right, and now I div- make this function which is not parallelizable at all, and it doesn't work. Why? But having the insight to how that works, I, I think that was very great. Oh, thank you. But yeah, but but really, yes. I, I you know the, the way I wanted to have all this illustration is uh, I'm a great fan of uh, of uh, of uh, comic books. Okay, like but uh, like the bande dessinée, like like the graphic novels, <laughs> not not uh, um, not not manga or things, but things like uh, you know I grew up with Tintin and I and Asterix and and all these guys. So I I'm, I'm I like to. To, to follow up in a, in a very visual yeah. way. And, and if they, if, if my editor would have left me, we would have only kind of illustrations and code. We wouldn't have words, but uh, they weren't words as well, part of the book. So I had to put the words <laughs> as well. But, <laughs> but yeah, don't all just get paid by the word? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Let's 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 not go, get on the topic of being paid. Okay, okay fair enough. Fair enough. Especially, especially when your interviewer is actually telling me, oh, "I'm going to use your graphs in." Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I'm going to use the, the the way you present it, and uh, okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding you. It's I'm um, flattered. No, no, I really like the way you you draw you drew it out there. I mean, when I whiteboard things, I never make it as clear as that. <laughs> Well, same thing. When I'm, I love whiteboards, and I'm, it's it's never as detailed as that. Yeah, so, uh, but but I also I also you know for, I also wanted to, uh, um, to 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 simplify, um, and that's actually one of the thing is a bit a bonus of of getting the the PDF versus a printed book. Uh, uh, which anyway, you get you get the PDF when you buy when you will be able to buy the printed book. But the PDF is in color. Uh, I'm I'm kind That's of a good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, because I'm not surprised at like a figure two seven where you've got the ingestion or it takes place with the different partitions and all those things. In black and white, that might it's not be, be hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's been a decade since I touched a paper book. I think. So I didn't even think that far. Um, now, one piece of criticism I want to give you. Sure. I've made a note of this. You you actually tell people that it's okay to skip the whole thing on DAGs. I don't agree. Uh, <laughs> it's in the book. You wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, why Maybe. did you give that advice? I mean, uh, I agree that uh, the directed cyclical graphs, I mean, I, I know how to pronounce it these days, so I've said it enough. It's not something you really need to really know to the core, but it is, uh, it is an important part of it. So how do you decide what pe- where you say, okay, this is important enough to really go into detail and all this, if you want to, you can? Well, I... I, I 
when I when I read a book my, myself, um, sometimes I, I want to go straight to the point of of how do I do I implement this thing or how does this technology does this thing. Um, you know, when, when I started learning about data science, for example, um, I we all go through the example of a linear regression, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, uh, they wanted. The, the teacher wanted to me to understand how the linear regression was calculated, and, and to be honest, I, I didn't give a shit about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 intellectually interesting um, to to know how, how it's how it's done. Okay, am I going to ever use this knowledge? Probably not. Now, but now that I know what's a a good use case for linear regression. I know how to use it, you know. Um, but um, but I don't understand. To, I don't need to understand how, how it is down the road. And I think that was a bit the feeling I, I still have with with the with the DAG. Uh, it's good to know it's here. How it works. It's 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 great if you're a contributor to Spark. It's great if you're if you're uh, um, working on Catalyst and you want to understand how you can actually optimize Spark. Uh, it's great to know that it exists and not be completely stupid in your mundane reception. But um, uh, but but really, um, I I don't I don't think it's 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 explained. But I don't think it's 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 a must read. Yeah. And also, I think the reverse, that if you want to explain it, you have to write a whole book about it. Probably. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I'll take, I, I'm taking a note about that because uh, I don't want people to just, yeah, I don't want to get the, the people or the readers to, to feel like it's, it's, it's not important. Yeah. It's important, but it, and it's not, I think it's what it's one and a half page maybe or something. But that wasn't so actually very or, clear because you, you make the mention well, there you. about skipping it and then... I was wondering, do I skip the whole chapter now? Do I just chunk the rest of the book? <laughs> so that was, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm kidding here, but it wasn't entirely clear how, when the, the skippable items were, were done, let's say. So I'm just proving yeah. here that I actually read the book, right? I mean, I did my homework. <laughs> well, you did. And, and you know, it, it's, it, it's, uh, it's the same thing if, if you, uh, I don't know if you had anything to say about chapter five, but um, um, in, 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 in chapter five, we, I wanted to use a, a data set. Um, sorry, I wanted to use an application without a data set. Okay, uh, most of the applications in uh, the example in the in the book use data sets, except this one, uh, because we are going to distribute to a cluster, and I didn't want to cover. Well, let's install HDFS and things like that. Okay, <laughs> um, so so I wanted I, did, I wanted to get rid of the data and use self-generated data, and and that's um, that's where uh, we are going about calculating p. Mm-hmm. Pie, okay, right. and uh, and um, and and that's why that in, in this in this section that's that's why I I I I said the same thing. If you if you if you, you know if you hate math or if you're allergic to things like that, uh, you don't have to get into it. You don't have to understand that you can calculate pi by throwing darts in a circle. Okay, um, so but so so. I, 
you know, it's, 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 if, if you're in the curious mind, yes, read all the callouts, read all the chapters, read all the things. And if you just want to go straight to the point and say, Oh, I want to be, uh, I want to do uh, data engineering. I've got this problem to solve. Then you can skip it. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a bit yeah. the idea. Now in chapter five, that wasn't the thing that I liked the most. The one that I liked the most, and I'm trying to find the right page here. I know it's in, yep, chapter, it's in, in the PDF is page 109. Did I just use MapReduce? I love that. I love seeing <laughs> that in there. Because so yeah, many my... people think MapReduce is bad because Spark is better. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, to be honest, that was a bit of a revelation at some point for me as well. I say, okay, well, I'm going to use SQL. <laughs> Suck it up, people with MapReducers. Uh, uh-huh. And then actually, there's no, there's no magic. I mean, there's, there's, uh, um, the, the magic is really to, to abstract all that and to have a wonderful API. And, um, and that, and that, that was, that's one of the, Best reason to use Spark for me is, uh, you know, I, I think I understand how MapReduce works now, but it, t- it took me a long, <laughs> it took me a long time. So, and I'm not sure I, I completely understand all the ins and outs, but, but, uh, uh, so yes, so that, that was, and you know what, uh, uh, I had a bit of controversy on this, on this oh, call out actually. <laughs> yeah. Because people say, well, yeah, well, really did, did you, <laughs> No, well, so there was there was a bit of a debate about about this specific section. I like, I glad, I'm glad you like it. Oh, no, I, I really, keep it. it needs to be in there because so many people think that Spark cannot do anything, has nothing to do with MapReduce because it's better, right? It's faster and MapReduce is slow. Well, no, MapReduce is a mathematical approach to solving a problem, which you can do in a bad, slow way or a good, fast way. And Spark, yeah. in my opinion, is a... We started with uh, the MapReduce libraries and we improved upon things by redu- getting rid of the disk in the, in the flow, by going to memory, by having smarter algorithms in there. But in the end, it's still HPC on a budget, which means you will be doing MapReduce. This, uh, if, unless you have a real shared memory system, it's the only way to work. I, 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 yeah, I fully agree with you. And even, even, you know, even HPC has its limits. So, so, uh, oh, yeah, I fully agree. <laughs> I, I, I fully, I'm, I'm 100% with you there. So I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, uh, that really jumped out. It's something I have to talk to my customers a lot every time this comes up. Uh, uh, you're wrong. You're wrong. I have to prove. Yes, I know what I'm talking about. So I now have a book now. <laughs> Read the book. It's in the book. <laughs> this helps awesome. me. <laughs> awesome. I'm pretty sure if you go to Manning, you can get a discount if you buy 100 directly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to my employer. <laughs> um, okay, moving on, because we're not going to talk about money, you said. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, because we're jumping around a little bit here. Uh, going back to Chapter 3, I just want to touch upon this. Uh, you talk about uh, data frames versus RDDs. Now, surely we've got RDDs, the Resilient Distributed Data Sets. I know the acronyms. Why the hell do we need mm-hmm. data frames? You don't need those things. All right. Um, yeah, if you stick with uh, Spark One Zero, um, <laughs> well, so 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 RDDs are, are a magnificent thing. Okay, so I think I think uh, uh, there there are some fundamental things that made Spark great, and having uh, having RDDs yeah. is 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 one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, there's a but. There's um, a but. I, 
I think I think at some point um, they were they were too low level and, and needed uh, to to build uh, um, to have a better optimizer and going back to to the DAG. Uh, I think that they both IBM and, and, and Databricks working on, on the project had to ev- you know had to create something a little bit more abstract, and that's that's where the data frame the data frame came in, um, and. For and, and it really kind of took off in in Spark two, mm-hmm. and I think that was a big difference between Spark one and, and Spark yeah. two was really this generalization of of the data frame. And you know, a, f- a fun thing about that is you see, uh, you, you really. Um, so my my book obviously covers mostly Spark uh, two. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, uh, we, we're probably going to have it completely updated when Spark 3 is going out, which is going to be in a, in a, in a few months. Yeah. So to make sure that, um, that we're up to date, um, and, and not creating any, you know, weird, weird impression. But, um, uh, the, the very, the very early books about, about Spark 2, uh, still, Focused completely on the RDD, uh, yeah. which, which, which is, uh, which is really wrong because, uh, uh, it's not that they don't, you can't use them. Okay. It's, it, and they're not going away because they are, yeah. they really are the low level components that, well, sometimes you need to work with, but, um, but the data frame creates you this, this abstraction, which, then in return is able to be more optimized. Um, so, so yeah, I think, I think that's a, that's a key thing. So yeah. So uh, when I, and that's why I, I, I call the, the data frame majestic as well. Yes. And it is, is, and I got also some, a lot of words about that, but, um, but, uh, yeah, because, because I think it, it's, it's really almost, you know, royal. Um, it's, it's a key thing. You understand the data frame API, you understand the philosophy, you understand Spark. Yeah, yeah, it frees you up to do, to concentrate on what you're trying to solve and not having to deal with the lower hanging stuff anymore. So yeah, but yeah. I, I'm assuming also that the the earlier books, well, it took people a while to get to get ahead around the data frame because they were so used to running with the RDDs. That was how you did, and now they had these new things, which I don't know why they invented that. That's not what I know. So it just took a while before people accepted it into their hearts and minds. Let's say, uh, so yeah, it's hard to find good literature on uh, on good use of data frames. But you, you, you see that also as a bit of a drawback in, in, uh, in some of ma- more mature, um, open source project like, like, like Spark is, it's becoming more mature is, um, like when you're looking, for example, for streaming on, on Spark, um, there's two ways of doing streaming and, um, the, the, the old way of doing streaming, um, was, was based on RDDs. But when you're, when you're looking at a lot of this, uh, this, this document, it's, it's not easy. It's not always easy to find a document which speaks about, well, so the latest, the latest version. Okay. So, so that's a bit of the, the drawback of, and I'm not trying to say, hey, you should all buy books and not browse the internet. But, uh, or when you go on Stack Overflow and you're looking for, oh, how do I do this thing? And you've got to be a bit careful about the date when the question was 
was was you know asked and when the answer was was given because it might not be uh it might not apply to to your because you're actually doing uh more spark to oriented stuff with with data frames for unstructured streaming versus rdds and discretized streaming so <laughs> now, just going back to the rdds one one last time here uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh par- paragraph or sub chapter 3.1.2 immutability is not a swear word that sounds yes. like you have an axe to grind <laughs> no, yeah yes there is uh, <laughs> well the, the thing is you know um that 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 came when i when i discovered uh spark and started working with it and uh, and everybody was saying yeah it's it's immutable data and blah 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 and and i, I just couldn't get past it like you're building uh you, you're building a, a data processing platform tool framework called the way you want operating system and your data is immutable so what do you do <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I do that every day. It's called printf. Okay. So I just, so, so I, I think, I think that that's why, that's why part of this chapter and part of this core component, this, 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 this core uh, knowledge, um, I think it was important to, 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 to remind people what, what immutability is and why they did it, uh, there, um, in, in Spark. And, and actually it completely makes sense. I mean, it's brilliant, but, um, but it has to be explained. And, and that's why, uh, uh, that's why I wanted to be, you know, like a bit like Captain Adoc, uh, with, 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 with all these swear words, because I was really feeling like that. Uh, this, 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 this just must be crazy. Okay. What, what, what's, what's, what's going on with that? So, so that's why. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's shouted out that it was really, it was heartfelt. Like I, I felt it when I read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, another thing I found in your book, which I don't find a lot in other books, is uh, a whole chapter about building your own cluster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything you want yeah. to add about, uh, on that subject? Or? <laughs> uh, yeah, what a crazy idea, isn't it? Because when you when you when when you when you when you're talking about building your own cluster, you literally mean taking Lego bricks to build your own cluster, right? Well, I'm not. I didn't take Lego bricks. I did it a different way. But I've, uh, I'll put a link to your uh, blog about your. Uh, you had a, you had a name for it. Um, My Lego. Yeah, your Lego. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. cluster for so, learning and exploration of global observations. <laughs> I, I love yeah. it. <laughs> so yeah. So so so. Yeah, well, nowadays when you're building an application, and 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 basically that's 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 something I'm I'm doing with with the team I'm building right now. Um, when it's a modern application, you're going to go cloud native, or you're going to be very close to Kubernetes and and building this distributed system anyway. Um, I, I I felt like uh, it it was important for for people to understand, uh, you know, a bit of network constraint mm-hmm. that, uh, to understand how, um, in a very pragmatic way, oh, you, um, oh, you actually build a cluster. And, um, and of course, so the, the, the way you can do it is, uh, as I said, you can, yeah, you can, Get a bunch of of uh, of uh, VMs on Azure, AWS, or 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 any other cloud provider, um, or or you can you know 
build just the thing at, at home yourself uh, with a, a bunch of computers. And um, I started by doing that by, by using, you know, uh, used um, uh, 2U rackable um, servers, but those things are so noisy. Yes. And so, um, so I, I, I bought them, used them a bit and then resold them. And actually what I did is, yeah, I did, I built a cluster, um, a four node cluster with, with Legos. Um, so it's just sitting in front of me in my office right now. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's always on. Yeah, it's <laughs> always on. Um, it's not processing much these days, but, uh, it was, it was great to be able to, um, really go down in the weeds of how you build a cluster. Um, um, not only, not, I mean, not only by assembling the Legos, but, uh, but really trying to find the right equipment. And, and it was really commodity hardware, you know. Um, and, uh, and then after installing the operating system, and then of course installing Spark on top of it, it would have cost me a lot less money to just have a bunch of VMs on my, um, Nah, on, on my Mac, fun. but 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 this was really fun, and the thing is, I also started with my sons to to do it. So we we dig in, we dug into our Legos and and things like that. So it was it was it was fun on a lot of uh, mm-hmm. things. And I'm still using that as a slide when I'm doing a presentation because I'm uh, and it's also you know it's also a little bit of a, of a, of being just a little bit uh, of a naughty boy towards Hadoop, where when you want to start doing Hadoop things, uh, you 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 effectively need a lot of uh, of machines, and I usually use my Lego cluster as as part of as, as part of that. So I say, okay, now you've understood how Spark works, so let's let's see what kind of hardware you really need, okay? And that's where I use my my Lego cluster, and people are kind of freaking out. Do you really have to build this thing? And um, <laughs> so. So, so it, it's really, it's, it's a great, it's a great teaser for, for that. And because we can, you can run Spark on, on, on anything. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, everything. Uh, I've not tried on the Raspberry Pi. I kind of wanted, because my, that was my original thing is I say, Oh, am I going to use real Intel hardware, Intel hardware with, with all, you know, Intel based and things like that with, uh, or am I going to go Raspberry Pi? But I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of, uh, yeah, I think, I think I, I, I was looking for a long time for a board where, where, where they have more memories and the, uh, but, uh, but typically, I mean, yeah, it could run on, on, on anything as long as you've got a little bit of memory. So. <laughs> So, now, I do like fun. I do like the fact that you 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 put it in the book uh, and it's actually in the chapter on deploying your simple application and it, it actually makes it a very concrete on what the steps are. It's more than just write this piece of code, okay? But where do I write this piece of code? By having this thing, how you can actually build a cluster, deploy the cluster, put the the environment around, looking at the Spark logs and stuff like that, it makes it much more practical, uh, much more yeah, real. Let's say I like that approach. Well. Thanks. Uh, I, I the, the idea also is, you know, I'm 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 thinking as as, as being an engineer. When when I started doing software development, it doesn't make me younger, but I started with Visual Basic three, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> and 
<laughs> was a great I tool. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I loved it, and I, uh, I still think we we're missing a few things there, but um, in, the, in the current world, compared to what we've been able to do. But uh, um, well, then if you remember, uh, I think it was in chapter twenty-five, uh, which was the last chapter of the book, is basically how, how to deploy. Okay, and that was that was in the nineties. That's that's how we were doing things. Okay, you you learn everything, and then you you deploy. Um, I think that now with DevOps, CI/CD, and all this this different trends, um, or which are probably here to stay anyway, you you deploy very early in the process. So that's why you you're deploying in chapter six out of eighteen, and, and not yeah. and and not in chapter eighteen out of eighteen. Okay. So. Um, so so yeah that 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 made sense to me to go very early and so and you know to get a bit of all these pesky things from the beginning okay understand the theory understand how you're going to deploy understand the main constraint and the main component and then yeah and then deploy and then we can focus on building applications now when i did when i read that chapter i did start worry if you had received any death threats yet <laughs> from whom? Well, <laughs> who did I make okay. fun of? <laughs> Look, I'm quoting from the book, people. This is not me saying this, right? Hint. Your teenager's gaming machine she or he uses for Fortnite is probably a good candidate. You made a lot of people cry there, I think. <laughs> You're right, but... <laughs> well... I love that. I just wanted to mention that. Well, what what I did not write in the book is that you could actually expense your graphic card for teaching purpose. <laughs> See, that would kind of sway people the other way. But still, not, not too much hate mail on that one yet. No, no. Um, no, I think, I think um, I, you know, uh, it, the cluster I, bu- I built was, was more... T- towards understanding the data engineering part of it, but if you if you really want to leverage um, um, more deep learning and more neural networks bundled within Spark, uh, then I think that uh, a good GPU would be nice. And yeah. actually, one of the feature of uh, of Spark three is to um, to hint the optimizer about the capacity of yeah. the of the underlying hardware, which that's 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 a that's a pretty neat one as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Okay, I, I just wanted to mention that because I really liked it. <laughs> uh, okay, let's uh, looking at the time here. We're, we're, we're talking a lot. Um, the second part of the book is about ingestion. Uh, we've talked about it already. You think you feel clearly feel that ingestion is a very big part of this thing. Anything you want to yep. talk about there? Well, it's four chapters. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's it's. I mean, how hard can it be to read a bit of data? Come on. Yeah, yeah. That that's 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 when you start a project. That's that's usually the question that people ask you. Yeah, it's not that difficult, right? And then, um, but that's you know, like like CSV, for example. I mean, there's there's so many different things. It's not like it's a it's a documented thing. Um, everybody is having his own flavor, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so so that that was a bit the idea there. Uh, and, and and you've got you know your. You know, a lot of, a lot of the things you're, you're actually doing with, with, with systems like Spark is you're aggregating data from, from many different sources. Okay. And then you can yeah, actually join them and do a lot of t- transformation. Yeah. That's the overall idea. So that's why. I have got one. I've got one chapter in files, one chapter on ingestion from database, one chapter which is basically more advanced custom data sources, um, and, and then structured streaming. So and and, and you know it. it 
it's important to know all these things. So, so I mean that that that's why it's there. And there's a few things there that you don't easily find on the internet as well. So, so that's that was worth putting in a book. Yeah, it's nice to have it all in one place. That's definitely a, a pro. It's definitely a good thing here. Yeah, and you probably don't mention the appendix as well, where we're talking about uh, uh, ingestion, because this appendix is also a pretty big one as well. So, so you have a lot of appendixes in there. So, which one are you talking about? I like ingestion. <laughs> Should have known. Should have known. <laughs> you have also one about uh, where you use Elasticsearch as an ingest uh, as a source of your data. I think. Yes, I do. Um, that's that's, also that's a, right. interesting I, choice. Uh, yeah, why not? You don't see it often as an example. It's it's a very nice example. I mean, it's one. It's a, a real practical everyday. It's somebody's doing it, but you don't often see it in a in a uh, in a book like this. It's uh, Appendix E, of course, for Elasticsearch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, I, I should probably have a have. Um, uh, I, I, you know. I think that Elastic, um, whether it's Elastic, Solar, or Lucene, where really uh, the, the NoSQL before NoSQL was was really cool, um, and 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 I love these things because a lot of the lot of the documents and a lot of the data processing I was doing uh, was was based on documents, and and mm-hmm. those those tools are are just awesome. So it makes um, uh, it makes them good candidates for a lot of things. And 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 you know yeah, in chapter eight I say um, Elasticsearch is is going to be uh, considered as a database. That that's also created a bit of steam where people say, well, Elasticsearch is not a database, but but but. Yeah, it's not a database, but it's it can be used as a database, and I've used it in many projects as a database, and I think it it's it's really it's performing great as a database. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, after the ingestion part, we go into the transformation part, which sadly was the end of my enjoyment of the book, because the one chapter available at the moment is the working with SQL, and the rest is still to come. So, a uh, quick question about uh, the SQL, if I may. Uh, sure. For you, I guess it's a bit of a, a circle coming around, starting out as a database guy and now you're back into Spark into the SQL environments. But how important do you see SQL being for Spark? Is it just a gimmick they put on top or is it something that uh, had to be there from the start, if at all possible, and will now never be something you can discard? I've never used it in production. Um, I don't, I, I hope they don't get rid of it. Uh, and, <laughs> But uh, um, I, I, yeah, I've never really exchanged with people that is that have been using SQL in, in production with, with Spark. Everybody goes a bit more towards uh, uh, the Data Frame API. Um, but but I think it's 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 great to have it here because uh, I've used it in a lot of examples. I've used it. Uh, um, I've used it for 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 a few use cases as well. But which never went to production. But the thing is, you know, underlying uh, 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 the underlying thing is it's not going to stay SQL. It's going to be kind of mashed up and and, and, uh, and yep. transform into uh, into uh, probably some kind of MapReduce uh, into DAG. But uh, uh, but I find I find it I find it very useful for 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 people specifically with the the SQL background to to feel comfortable, you know, like uh, you can do big, you can do big data um, 
and and you can use and you can use SQL. Of course, there was there's SQL interfaces on 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 Hadoop and there's Big SQL and things like that. But uh, but I, I think that having it here uh, makes makes sense. Uh, it's it's not. It's not super rich. It could be enhanced. Um, another idea for a book is writing the Spark SQL reference book um, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> um, you've got bits and pieces everywhere. It's it's based on a um, it's based on Hive SQL, but it's not completely implementing mm-hmm. everything. Um, so, but but I, I I think it's 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 good. It's really good to have. It's really good to have for. For specifically for more like the DBAs of uh, that that want to use Spark, uh, not you know completely familiar with that or uh, SQL. SQL. I'm not saying SQL is always super easy, but SQL is everybody speaks SQL, and uh, whether you're you know whether you're a Java developer or Python developer or R, everybody needs at some point. To know a little bit of SQL, and, and that, that's why I think this chapter was important to have, and I would have felt pretty bad if, if we wouldn't mention SQL. Yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of the data sources come in a structure, come from a structured environment. They, they they are databases from an Oracle or whatever, what may have you. And yep. if it's a if it's a SQL database and you can use SQL to extract the data from it, it kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, and you can you can you can try i've 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 played a little bit in this this thing where you you run a sql statement against postgres and and you run it against spark to see how how, how things differ a mm-hmm. little bit and how the on how the sql is actually dif- uh, changing a little bit as well but uh yeah i think i think it's it it, it has its it has its role uh mm-hmm. i don't think sql is is going to disappear anytime soon in the industry <laughs> i um, don't think so no. <laughs> so so yeah, saying oh, I do data processing, but I don't support SQL. Uh, yeah, that's going Good to luck. be interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, for the rest of the chapters, any tips of the the veil you can lift already? I'm particularly looking forward to the uh, machine learning without maths. That's one that I really look forward to. Uh, that yeah. You can share I'm, already. I'm, well, I'm, I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm really sorry. We're going to drop this one. Um, I really wanted to. I really wanted to do uh, to to have it in the book. Uh, um, as I told you before, the thing is, uh, I you know, lin- learning how to do a linear regression by learning how linear regression works uh, made no sense to me. <laughs> um, so I, I really wanted to have an approach of uh, having. Let's look at my use case. What's my use case mm-hmm. is going to be, and how can I actually? What's the best ML um, slash AI algorithm I can actually use to 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 apply to this use case? Um, unfortunately, um, we 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 decided with with my editor to drop it because it's it's not sustainable in only one chapter. Um, yeah, I was wondering. I, I wrote in my notes yeah. here, attempting the impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and 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 that's a thing. From from the beginning on, I said, okay, maybe we, it's a chapter we could split in two. But when you think, I was I was trying. The idea was to explain, and you cannot, you know, you've got what, maybe ten key uh, um, ML algorithm you've got to explain. If I if I if I reduce that, I would go to 
to three or four, like uh, um, any kind of regressions, uh, clustering, and things like that. Uh, but just explaining the concept would take half of a chapter, mm-hmm. and I, and and I really want people to have some code to play with. So yep. so that that was that was it. So I'm not saying I'm going to write another book after this one because he's uh, not saying he's not. My, my, but I'm not saying I'm not. But I've, <laughs> I've got to probably deal with my fiance with that because. Uh, uh, or maybe I wait until I'm retired. Uh, <laughs> based on all the money I'm going to make with this book. So. Mm. Any other things you can talk about? Uh, the, the, this chapter still to come. Things to look out for. Yeah. So, so I um, I um, I finished twelve and thirteen and fifteen. So twelve is uh, transforming your data. Um, it, it 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 was becoming a big chapter, so we actually split it into it's transforming your data and transfi- transforming entire documents. Um, so transforming your data is is a fairly straightforward um, chapter. Is really explaining how you actually do and you do transformation and how you can actually perform the various transformation. Um, the transforming entire document is something I had to use in in the healthcare industry here in the US, where uh, you're you're getting some kind of document and you want another document coming out. Okay, so so when you when you think about transformation, it's mostly column based transformation and not completely document yeah. uh, transformation. So that I think that was useful. Um, it was it was very useful for me, and it was something that Spark is. Um, was not designed to do. It doesn't mean that it's not something we we are twisting from it, but it's more like a. It's an interesting. I think it's a very interesting use case for uh, for a lot of um, uh, for a, a lot of folks out there. Um, but it's not a typical I, I, usage, let's say. Yeah, it's not. It's not a typical use. Uh, it, it, once more, if you're if you're writing pipelines, and I, I know a lot of people writing pipelines and data pipelines with with, with Spark, um, a, a lot of a lot of the origin from the pipelines are often relational databases or files, mm-hmm. and what they want out of it is because it's it's not going to hit another uh, relational database at the exit, but it's more like going to a document store. Uh, that's where they say, okay, well, let's build documents from that. And then after that, how do you manipulate this entire documents within Spark? So it's not a typical use case, but it's a common, It's to my experience, it's a common use case. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I... Um, and, and and we I've, I've shared a few of the um, of the of the tools we had to uh, we had to build uh, uh, specifically in this healthcare uh, scenario. Um, chapter fifteen is 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 out is going to be out soon as well. Uh, it's it's about aggregation. I think uh, well if you if you start to it's it's good to you know it's good to transform your data, but at some point you also have to uh, try to aggregate the data and try to make sure that the data is uh, you know. Try to summarize it in some way. Um, so, so that that was that was that was in chapter uh, in chapter fifteen, and um, one thing in chapter fifteen which is also not super easy or obvious to find or understand is to build your your custom aggregation functions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's part of it. And right now I'm uh, I'm uh, hopefully finishing soon uh, chapter fourteen. Um, which is, I'm usually writing sequentially, but we had a, I, I we had to, to, to 
reorganize a little bit. Um, so I'm writing chapter 14, which is really about user-defined functions. And uh, I know a lot of people, it's a bit controversial uh, um, because people say, oh, you, they, they don't, they don't do, um, you know, they don't do well at scale and things like that. We've got deployment issue and things, but I, I love them because I think it's, it's, it's where it's helping you bridge with your legacy work and you don't always have new work. You have libraries, you've got your data quality libraries and how can I leverage my data quality, my existing data quality libraries, uh, in Spark. Uh, without having to rewrite them. And I think that's, that's awesome because that's something you can do with UDF. That's okay. something I'm explaining in this chapter. Okay. So three and a half chapters to go until the end of the book. And, uh, <laughs> and then rewrite. And then I'll be a millionaire. Oh, is that it? <laughs> yeah, of course. And with a bit of luck by the time that this episode goes live, uh, there will might be a update from the, uh, Mayup, uh, publishing already with, uh, some new stuff in there. So, uh, we'll have uh, links in the show notes, of course, and uh, have people point people out to that. Uh, finishing off, uh, the book. Well, not literally, I hope. Uh, the appendices, we talked a lot about it already. Uh, you also have appendices in there about how you install the tools, different tools. And I noticed it's all very heavy Mac OS X focused. Uh, Is that yes. something that's going to stay? Or do we, are you going to put some Windows stuff in there as well, some Linux stuff in there? Or is it just a choice you make? And that's it. Um, I'm probably going to add a bit of Windows and, and, and Linux as before, 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 before I wrap up. Um, I know it's very, it's very Mac centric in, in some ways. Um, I have a feeling yeah. that you work with the Mac. Yeah, I have two on my desk. So. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Fuck. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, I was, I was actually surprised because I, I worked with, with, Obviously, a lot of developers and a lot of developers I work with are, are using Macs. Yes. So I, I was kind of thinking, okay, well, if I just put the Mac stuff in my appendices, um, people will be probably okay with it. Mm-hmm. And well, some people are not okay with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay. Well, I try to write a, you know, I'm not trying to, to make it a, uh, oh, you've got to love Java, love Spark and run on a Mac. Okay. So <laughs> let's, 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 let's open up a little bit. So yeah. yeah so it's, it's, it's really about, um, yeah, um, installing Eclipse, Maven and things like that, mm-hmm. that, that I need to, I need to bit of yeah. more clarity. Uh, I had a few, I, I had a few issues, uh, with, with Windows, uh, and, and Spark. Yeah, um, but, but I, I, I think I've clarified that, but I need to make sure that every example there is also, you know, running and things. So, but, um, I, I'm I only looking has... for the Linux uh, part of it because uh, Linux and Mac, they've got the same basis against BSD versus Linux, but still similar kind of dialects. But, while on a Mac, it's relatively easy to install something because it's usually wizard-driven, this, uh, download this blob and it'll do it for you. While on a, a Linux machine, on the one hand, it's a lot harder to explain it because there's so many variables. But having some yeah. guidance there, I think, would help a lot of people. Yeah, I'll, um, I didn't plan that, but uh, it's a good point. Um, I definitely will announce this part. <laughs> well, it's, on, it's recorded now, so now you have to. That's how it works. Well... Well, you said I could remove anything from the recording. Right? <laughs> I'll remove that part. <laughs> no, you don't have to. Another the part where you said that I could remove things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, well, we're heading the two-hour mark here, so let's let's start wrapping up. Um, sure. So, when will the book be finished? Are you going to do a chapter a month now? So by August, it's done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. You heard I, it here I, first. Are you are, are you my editor? Uh, <laughs> Oh God! Sorry. <laughs> no, it, it, you know, at some point, uh, it, it's I, I'm I'm living a I'm living a bit of a, a passion, and it's like every passion, it you have you have to 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 make sure it 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 turn it it stays a passion and it doesn't come like a too much of a constraint. So um, yeah, so my goal is to finish uh, to finish it by uh, um, by by the end of the summer as writing, um, and and then you've got a lot of things which just going behind the scene, mm-hmm. which is all um, or not only just putting into publishing into print you know there's a creating an index uh, there's uh, making sure that the uh, all all the all the graphs and all the all the illustration and all is is consistent so um i expect it to be in print um i expect to be in print by by a bit before christmas so mm-hmm. that everybody can have it under the tree mm-hmm. so. I mean, it sounds like an awful lot of work. I mean, you really have to you say it's a hobby, but it does sound like yeah. What's it like, like writing a book like this? Uh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's not a hobby anymore. Um, I get up. I get up every. Uh, so I started by. I started by saying, okay, I can work on weekends a bit on the book, and that would be probably enough. Uh, and then you realize that's a complete stupid idea, uh, <laughs> because you're you're not going as fast enough. Um, so where where I am right now is I get up uh, every morning at five thirty, uh, write for a couple of hours, um, and spend. Um, about a day uh, during the weekend, so I, I still have a day a day off, uh, and, um, and and yeah, and I I was you know before I took my job here now at, at uh, we experience uh, I was a consultant. So sometimes when you're a consultant, you, you have a little bit of a flex time, uh, so that that helped a little bit, uh, but uh, but but yeah, and but it's 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 a lot of work. It's um, it's it's a huge commitment. Yeah. Should you encourage people? Would you encourage people to, to to go for it if they feel like they have some book in them, or would you say think twice? Well, you should think twice about a lot of decisions you're making in life, uh, <laughs> kids, marriage. Uh, but uh, but anyway, um, um, uh, yeah. If 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 you feel like you you've got something you want to share and it drives you enough uh do it do it um i i i don't regret it uh at all you know even if even if i'm going to be probably three cents to an hour i spend on it um but it's and it's not only about your ego you know it's just because okay it's it was something difficult uh and it's it's something that you you you've got to go through it's um uh and you've committed and people are expecting and you get positive feedback and 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 some criticism too and then you you know it, it it's you're creating a bit of a community around that so i don't want to disappoint anyone so that's that's um even if at some point i say oh i've got this book uh i still have to um i, I 
you know, it's that's that's a bit of the thing right now. But then right after, it's 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 great because you say, okay, what is there? Is there something? Um, is there something I can add to it? And and you do a lot of research, you know. It's um, and, and that's really, yeah, yeah, because. There's, there's a few things in Spark, but quite a few things in Spark that I didn't know before I started the book, of course. Uh, and because, because you know that there's going to be a why, it's why do you put that or why, why is it working this way? Then you're thinking about, okay, well, then I need to be a little bit better. And by being a little bit better, I need to uh, understand the whys and explain the whys in, in, in a, in a palatable way, um, so it's it's a great experience. It's uh, it's one of a kind. Um, don't don't do it if you expect to be to get any kind of money. I mean, sustainable living. I mean, I'm 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 not writing Harry Potter here. Um, it's uh, uh, but but if you if you feel very 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 strongly and, and you know as i told you in in, in the intro um i really wanted to write a book because i think that spark is great with java uh, or python Sp- and not only scala because spark is is not only reserved to people knowing hadoop and because spark is an operating system so i had these three drivers i'd say okay that's that's what i want to do so yeah okay great now, if there's one single piece of advice you can give somebody who thinks of starting a book what would it be Make sure you have the time. No, that's a good one. <laughs> All right, it's been great. Is there anything else you want to add? Anything you haven't talked about? I mean, we've talked for two hours almost, so I'm not sure if we missed anything. Uh, oh, we, we could we could stay uh, <laughs> we could we could stay and uh, have a coffee and a few and a few stop waffles. Um, but. Um, <laughs> No, it was it was great chatting with you. I, I really enjoy your uh, um, I really enjoy your podcast. Uh, I like you. the tone you you and and and, and Dave are having in that that uh, uh, we are we're tackling very serious stuff, but we don't have to be too serious about them. <laughs> Life's um, too short. And I, Life's too short. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so that's uh, keep 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 doing that. And really, thank you very much for having me today. Hey, thank you. Jean-Georges for being on the podcast. Uh, dear listeners, this was Jean-Georges Perrin, author of Spark in Action by Manning Publication. We will have links in the show notes. I'll put a link to your personal blog in as well, if you don't mind. Sure. And uh, with that, uh, thank you very much for being on the podcast and uh, best of luck writing the rest of the book. Thank you, Jan. <laughs> So thanks again to uh, Manning Publications and Jean-Georges for spending so much time with Jon. Uh, I know what a chore that can be, mm-hmm. so I really do appreciate it. Um, and uh, obviously the, the early bird access for any remaining uh, free codes has completed at this point, but uh, keep an eye out on Twitter for any remaining codes that we may still be able to give away. Yep, as always, I will be tweeting about that stuff as they are available or exhausted, whichever the case may be. So, yeah, big thanks to Jean-Georges. I think we enjoyed our time together. We had a lot of fun. I think you can hear it in the interview. So, <laughs> whatever Dave tells you, don't believe him. But, uh, as always. 
yeah, I think it's a great uh, idea to do, to do a book review. I think I enjoyed a lot. I learned a lot again. So if uh, our audience, uh, if you guys like doing these book reviews, let us know and we'll do more of them. Not every week, but from time to time, we'll put something like this in there. If, on the other hand, you think this is a total waste of your time, also let us know because <laughs> we do this for you. Feedback so. is always welcome, exactly. regardless of regardless of the topic. So yeah. let us know what you think. With the new, ver- new version 3 or version 2 of the podcast, we're trying new things. So let us know if uh, this is um, going the way you want it. Definitely version 3. three but, okay. uh, yeah, anything else from you? Nope, I'm all done. In that case, that is all the time we have today. You can support this podcast by becoming a Patreon. Every contribution absolutely helps. Uh, Please go to www.roaringelephant.org to find a link to our Patreon page and also to find out more information about the podcast. Follow us on Twitter using the at Hadoopcast tag and send your feedback to podcast at roaringelephant.org. Until then, my name is Dave. And my name is Jon. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Goodbye. See you then.